Welcome, my beloved family and friends. Welcome to A Hope Kingdom Ministry, where we're giving you food for thought. Our intention is to give you something more to think about. And today, we want you to think about why are we here? Yes, why are we here? To worship or to work? Are we here to worship Yah? Yahuwah, the Almighty, who you say God, the Lord? Are, are we here to work? I've heard many pastors and teachers preach and teach that, I quote, God created us to worship him. I've even said that myself, but beloved, I've found, I've grown to find that's not right. That's just not true. Now, of course, he wants us to worship him, but that's not why he created us. If that was the only reason he created us, we would be like the angels, the messengers that we call angels without free will, or we would just be robots. Yes, he wants us to use our free will to worship and praise him for all of his goodness, his mercy, his favor, his forgiveness, and loving kindness he's shown us. But he doesn't need our worship. No, he has a purpose for our life, beloved. He has a purpose for your life and my life. That's why you were chosen out of the millions of sperms called seeds sent from your father to your mother's egg. If you had been anybody else, you would have a different purpose, a different assignment. We all have a purpose and an assignment that he specifically, specifically gave us. I'm just saying he's not so needy, nor is he that vain to create us just to worship him. I remember, I remember I said that to someone, a missionary, and I said, he created us to worship him. And she's like, she said, oh, uh-uh, that's not true. And I remember thinking, oh, how proud and how vain she is. Now I know how wrong I was. She was right. He didn't want slaves. He wanted children. I ask you, are our children made to worship, to just worship us? Huh? The answer is no, of course not. Well, again, I ask, are we nicer? Are we more secure and better than our Heavenly Father? I don't know why humans, why we keep thinking we're a better parent than the parent. The ultimate parent. He's so awesome and so ultimate. He's mother and father all in one. Because he put the nurturing and the teaching part of him in the woman, the mother. 
And he put the providing and protecting side of him in the Father. That's why I say he's mother and father. All of these wonderful attributes that we have came out of him, came from him. You know, he didn't say, oh, I want to be worshiped. I'll create humans. And that's what they'll be created for, to worship me. <laughs> Beloved, if that was his perfect, excuse me, if that was his purpose, he is not getting what he wanted. Mm -mm. Because man has become worshipers of self, of money, and the desire to be famous. Man worships other people like famous athletes, famous entertainers, movie stars, politicians, and the extremely wealthy. No, beloved, we are on a mission. We're not on a vacation. We were all given an assignment. We all have something to do on this earth for the Father. Yes. We're not here just to get a good education, have a career, get married, buy a house, drive a nice car, have children, and save money so we can have a nice nest egg to retire. No, that's not what we're here for. Now, don't get me wrong. All those things are good, and he wants you to have them. But they are, but they are just. How do I say this? They're just perks for being His children here on earth. You know, those are just little perks He gave us. He wants us to have a good future, and He wants our lives to be a testimony of His goodness. So of course He wants us to have all the things we need and more. He wants us to be blessed, baruched, highly favored. He wants us to have abundance. You know what, beloved? You know what he really wanted? He wanted us to make earth like heaven. Yes, we were supposed to colonize the earth to be like our first country. That's what Adam and Kua called Eve. That was what they were supposed to do. All of us. In our first country is the kingdom of heaven. That's why we're called ambassadors in scripture. Now you know, you cannot be an ambassador in your own country. You have to be in another country where you represent your country in that country. We have work to do, beloved. Family, we have work to do. Each and every one of us, we are we are not on an on a mission that's impossible, but a possible mission. Whatever he created you to do, he put the ability for you to do it inside of you. You know, just like he created birds to fly. So they all fly, unless they've been injured. They came out of that egg with the ability to fly even before they knew they could fly. First, they had to learn they had the ability to fly. And then they had to step out in faith. Or 
be pushed out of the nest by their mother, by the mother bird. We have work to do. We are on a mission. Now there's a beautiful song called I Was Created to Worship You. I mean, it's a beautiful song. But that's not why we were created. Now don't get me wrong. I know there are tons and tons of scripture that say we are to worship him. Let me read some of them for you. Psalms 95, 6. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before Yahuwah, our maker. The Bible says the Lord, our maker. Luke 4, 8. Yahusha, the Bible says Jesus, answered him, It is written, you shall worship Yahuwah, your Aluah. The Bible says the Lord, your God. And serve him only. Psalms 96, 9. Worship Yahuwah in set-apart special attire. Bible says, worship the Lord in holy attire. Tremble before him all the earth. Psalms 29.2 Ascribe to Yahuwah, Bible says the Lord, the glory due to his name. Worship Yahuwah. The Bible says, Dear Lord, in set apart, the Bible says, Holy Array. Psalms 97 7. Let all those be ashamed who serve graven images, who boast themselves of idols. Worship Him, meaning Yahuwah, all you gods. Psalms 132 7. Let us go into his dwelling place. Let us worship at his footstool. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you, Yah. Psalms 99, 9. Exalt the Yahuwah Alua. Bible says, Lord our God. And worship at his set-apart hill. Bible says, worship at his holy hill. For perfect and set-apart is Yahuwah, our Alua. Bible says, holy is the Lord, our God. Deuteronomy 6.13 You shall fear only Yahuwah, your Alua. Bible says, the Lord, your God. And you shall worship him and swear by his name. His name, Yahuwah, Yahuwah. Not his title, Lord, the Lord, or God. His name, hallelujah. Matthew 4.10 Then Yahusha, Bible says Jesus, said to him, Go, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship Yah, Yahuwah, your Alua, Bible says the Lord your God, and serve him only. Yes, see, I know, and there are many, many more. I'm not saying we're not supposed to worship him, beloved. But I am saying that is not all we were created for. That is not what we were created for. That's something we are supposed to do. But that's not what we were created for. And we were to do it of our free will. 
like the birds created to fly, so they fly. If we were just created just to worship, that's all we would do. We would just worship. But we have the free will to worship him or not. You know, actually, our lives should be a worship service to him. Yes. Our lives should worship him. How we live. A Christian's mission, a Christian or a, a member of a set-apart assembly, mission is sharing Yahusha, Mashiach, the Bible says Jesus Christ. Our mission is proclaiming the Messiah, the Bible says Christ, as the only Savior from sin and the only way to eternal life. That's our mission. That's our one of our 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 purpose, our main purpose. Matthew twenty eight nineteen in the English Standard Version says, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Now you notice they didn't say names, plural, name. <laughs> and the Father, which is Yah above us, and the Son, which is Yah that dwelled with us, and the what they have, the set-apart spirit, they have Holy Spirit, which is Yah in us. Hallelujah. That's another sermon. Second Corinthians 5.18 in the English Standard Version. Also, all this is from Yah, Bible says God, who through the Messiah, Bible says Christ, reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. We have a ministry something we're supposed to do. And that is to reconcile lost souls back to the Father through the Savior, Yahusha, Mashiach, whom the world knows as Jesus Christ or Jesus the Messiah. Your job and my job is to make Yah, which you may say the Lord or God, look great. We're supposed to make Yahuwah, the Almighty One, the Heavenly Father, the Creator, the Maker, look great. So wherever He assigns you, remain with Him, with Yah. The Bible said with, with, with God. 1 Corinthians 7.24 So brothers, in whatever condition each was called, there let him remain with Yah. Bible says with God. Whatever. Understand, beloved, I don't think most people don't understand. Do you not understand your job where you work? You are supposed to see it as your ministry. Yes. You're supposed to make it your mission to take what the Almighty Father, Yahuwah, the one you call God or the Lord, what he's Baruch blessed you with, what he's given you, the favor, and use it to make him look great, to praise him, to give, show worship for him, to praise and worship him. 
our lives are supposed to give him a good reputation. And I somebody say, he, he don't need us to make him, uh, give him a good reputation. He got a good reputation. Oh, but beloved people, human, have given him a bad reputation. Do you know everything you do when you, if you say you're a Christian or, and you're following Jesus Christ, or you say you are a, a member of the called out assembly and you're following worship Yahusha and you're, uh, your father Yahuwah, whatever you do, the people that are watching you, they're going to blame him for it because you are an ambassador. You are representing him. I'm sorry to say, but most professed Christians or called out ones are giving him a bad reputation. Do, do you remember, you remember Gandhi, Mahatma Gandhi? You know what, what he said, this is what he said, I would have become a Christian if I hadn't have met one first. Wow, wow. That really gave our Savior and our Father a bad rep. I don't know if, if you know the story on that. Uh, he was in South Africa. He read the Bible, the scripture, the safar that they call the Bible. And he said, hey, this is the truth. I believe, you know, they said, he said, I believe Jesus is the, is the Messiah. He's the only begotten Son of God. And this, and I want to go profess it. This is the truth. I'm going to follow him. He's, these other gods are not. There's only one true God. So he went to a, a Presbyterian church in South Africa, which had happened to, to be a white, uh, majority of white Presbyterian church. And the whites in that church treated him badly and turned him away, would not allow him to come in because his skin was black, because his skin was dark. That's what he meant. Can you imagine? Now they're in Africa, mind you. South Africa, I don't want to know what, care what they say. Africa was always a dark-skinned continent. That they, they was not, anyway, that's another thing. <laughs> but they, this man, because his skin was dark, And beloved, I would hate to be them. Look at all the trillion, the billions of people that Gandhi led to worship these pagan gods. Do you know the blood of every one of those people that Gandhi led to worship those pagan gods are on the hands of those Presbyterians, that Presbyterian church in South Africa. Africa who turned him away, their blood is on their hands because if they had received him and taken him in, he would have brought all those millions of people, trillions or whatever it is, to Yahuwah, to whom you call the Lord, to, to Yahusha, to our King and our Savior. Talk about giving a bad reputation. I would have become a Christian if I hadn't met one first. And beloved, it's not only Gandhi that says it. There are a lot of people. I was going. I went to the. I, I, but I went to the church. But I, I met the Christian. I don't want to be nothing like them. Christians have. You're giving a lot of. A lot of Christians, those who profess Christian, 
Christianity or giving him a bad name. I know some of you may not like it. You know, it's true. And even there was a time I was one of those Christians giving him a bad name. I mean, misrepresenting him because they blame him. They don't want anything to do with him because of what they see his supposedly people, his children are doing. We are not representing ourselves. We are representing the kingdom of heaven and the king of heaven and the father of all. The father of heaven. The creator. If we understand that, when we understand that, we would do things differently. The church would do things differently. The assemblies would do things differently. We are ambassadors. We're written that, called ambassadors. Children. Another one of my passionate um, subjects. So do you understand what I'm saying, beloved? We are to worship him. And yes, we are worship him in, and we're supposed to worship him in spirit and in truth. But when we obey him, the greatest form of worship is obedience. Did you know that? The greatest form of worship is obedience. Fulfilling our purpose for our lives. Completing our assignment he gave us. Reconciling, leading people lost souls back to him through his son, the Savior. Making earth like heaven. Thy thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And you know, as I in prayer, we have the power and the authority in prayer to bring heaven to earth. That's what prayer is. Prayer is given earthly access for heavenly intervention. Prayer is given heaven the authority, the access to intervene, to interfere, to intercept here on earth because dominion was given to a vessel made of earth, to a human, a dirt body, a humus, man of dirt. So when we don't pray, we don't bring heaven here on earth. Just like it says, whatever you bind on earth, shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. We have the authority and the power to bring the power of heaven here on earth through us. That's why scripture says, pray without ceasing, because wherever there's no prayer, the enemy, the devil, he goes, he emerges, he, he, he just keeps going, going, going. He has no boundaries. I can't think of the word I want to say right now. Advances. The devil advances where there's no prayer. He advances. See, when we pray and we call and we send up that prayer, call heaven down it, and he sends his mighty ones that we call angels, and they stop 
you, she's prayed. The kingdom has come. Heaven is here. And it stops the enemy in his tracks. The reason there's so much power going on is because there's, there's not enough prayer. There, I mean, for a while, people stopped praying. Since Corona and COVID, people started praying. I know my brother started praying. A lot of people who weren't praying started praying. Why does it take a catastrophe to make us pray? He gave us that. That is one of our greatest weapons. Our weapons are the word, the blood, and prayer. Those are our three powerful weapons. That's how we whip the enemy's butt. With the word, speaking the word of Yah, there's power in his word, the blood, the authority and, uh, and power of the blood, how it redeemed us, paid for, paid for our sins, our sicknesses, and became a curse for us and gave us eternal life and prayer. Us giving access, allowing heaven to intervene, to interfere in, in the situation that we're bringing to him. Did you know that? Maybe it may sound strange to some of you, but I assure you, beloved, I, I wouldn't lie to you. And and he, he has shown me. I know I did a, I don't know if it was on here or heart to heart, I did a message on prayer. Prayer is not the last resort. It shouldn't be. Prayer is the most powerful thing you can do when you pray. In the name of your Savior, prayer. It's like they are waiting. Do you know there are messengers, what we call angels, that are waiting to come out on an assignment? We put a lot of our angels, angels out of work. We stop praying. They can only do what the Father sends them to do. We do not give orders to angels. We do not command angels. When we pray and give and, and, and give our prayer to the Father, our, give, show our needs and everything, then he sends a messenger down to do. Okay, go and do. Just like Daniel. When Daniel prayed. Our petition. Yes. Okay, beloved. Another one of these um, fear and trembling messages, you know. Because it could be taken the wrong way, or you know. But always remember, we can agree to disagree. Some people, we don't have to be angry with some, with someone if we don't agree. Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. There's something in this message. If you don't believe everything, there's something in here for you. That's how I do. I glean. I don't agree with every. There's not one pastor on this earth that I agree every, with every single thing they say. One teacher and. And I know there's no one that agree with everything I say, but I glean, I learn from them. I, I learn, I get what the Father is showing me is truth. I, I can learn from each one without agreeing with everything they say or teach. All right, beloved. My chosen few, the Father's chosen few that here you are. You are the chosen few. 
and you didn't choose yourself, he did. And I'm happy to have you. So again, beloved, I thank you for joining us here at our Hope Kingdom Ministry, where we give you food for thought. Our intention is to give you something more to think about. something more to think about and that will help advance you into the kingdom of heaven. Hallelujah. So, until we meet again, beloved, Yah willing, of course. Shalom. representing the king and the kingdom of heaven. Okay, see you next time, family.